Welcome, 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 everybody, to this week's episode of the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show, your hockey show with the Heinemann Brothers. Uh, boys, uh, we're, are, when are we like a quarter of the way? What's a quarter into the season? We got 56 games this year. Um, anybody, anybody got quick math on a uh, uh, quarter of 56? I feel like we're around there. Four, four, uh, 14 games. All right, yeah, so some teams are starting to reach that point. Um, it, it's it's kind of hard to judge it because, obviously, a short year, it seems like we just got started. But uh, um, there's, you know, some legitimate, uh, you can see who's kind of towards the top of the standing. I mean, everything's close. But uh, um, I'm definitely pumped uh, to uh, talk to you boys. But uh, what's going on in the quarantine? What, what are we, week three right now? Yep, we're in the last week. Uh be out of here on Monday, so very excited. Uh, that's Lou, obviously. Next ball, yeah, exciting, Lou, exciting. Uh, Ty, how's Beantown? Good. Beantown's good. Nothing crazy here. Not getting a lot of snow like Jersey, but, uh, you know, just out here watching hockey. Well, that's kind of what we do. Uh, um, let's jump right into it. Uh, I know Lou's, you know, spent his quarantine uh, – reading hockey news so what do you, what do you got for us bud? <laughs> uh start off we got uh, it's not too much this week but uh, a couple couple retirement notes uh miko koivu has officially retired from the nhl got about a quarter of the way season through the season with the flu jackets wasn't getting a lot of playing time so decided to hang up his skates uh after a 711 point uh and just over 1000 game career heck of a player he was yeah, I uh, shout out to Matty Crowell because he loved both Koivus, but uh, I've seen Miko was in the wild for a while, and Matty has a a love for them for marrying Gabrick reasons. But uh, yeah, unbelievable player, Finnish guy. He's just, I feel like he's one of the guys I grew up with. You know what I mean? Him and him and his brother. Definitely, definitely. I have a uh, a Miko Koivu. Actually, I don't think I have it anymore, but it was a uh, the long sleeve tee. Green Minnesota Wild. Oh yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah, I believe it was a birthday present from Ty. Uh, yeah. Yep. Not sure. Thing is not sure where that. Not sure where that came from, but it was a thick tea. And, can we get? Uh, sorry, can we get back to just giving each other sick uh, NHL teas for Christmas? Because that was a good time <laughs> of our lives. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't even. I don't really remember getting one besides that. Honestly. I feel like that's all I would order. Like Cyber Monday, I would just rip it up in high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize he was thirty-seven. We tried to uh, get you a uh, built-in mask, COVID hoodie. Uh, I think we went Connecty, but uh, never left China. Yep. <laughs> Maybe he'd be playing fucking better if I had gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do order like right when COVID hit, basically. It was like <laughs> right about, yeah. What, uh, well, it would have been for your birthday, so it was summertime. Yeah, yeah so it's in the middle, smack dab in the middle of lockdown. <laughs> I ordered some, uh, some. you guys heard of the brand 47 before? They're, they do hats? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're real close with the, the Red Sox. So I got hooked up with them and I was like, yeah, I want to order hats for uh, the spring for a back door. And they're like, yeah, they need to be in before December 31st. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> like, it takes four. And they're like, yeah, the Chinese New Year affects it. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll take uh, uh, 2,000 hats. Hopefully we sell them. <laughs> <laughs> quick quick on your feet, Ty. That's, that's why we love you. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah my, uh, my, my Islander, the, the blue one that's like got the trucker mesh in the back that just says Islanders across the top and has the uh, the logo on the side. That's a good old 47 hat. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I've, I've got I like a Penguins style. one. I got a Penguins one that, that I wore like for years in the kitchen. Uh, that was my work hat. That's 47. Snapback was just a trend, yo. <laughs> Um, on top of uh, Koivu retiring, we had the uh, the Lamaru twins are officially retiring from hockey. Um, yeah, sorry I couldn't get them on the pod, boys. <laughs> we tried for a while. <laughs> right, that was promised. Yeah, uh, Alicia, I don't work with her anymore, uh, but she's still great. Uh, she tried, you know, 
sent him an email. I don't think they uh, they don't hang out that much. It's basically it's her brother uh, is married to one of the one of them. I forget which one, but uh, they live up in North Dakota, and you know they stay up there, and their lives are are hockey. So actually, I think he's a strength and conditioning coach. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for them. They were obviously huge for that gold medal in in 2014. So um, great careers. Yeah, how old are they? Uh, 31. Okay. The women's, so the women's game I mean, dies young. Yeah. With Olympi- well, I mean, Olympics, even, I guess. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention uh, the uh, the money's not rolling in like it is for the guys. So, True. Uh, hard to keep as long of a career going. Yeah, they're Olympic heroes, but they're probably having regular jobs. You know, it's kind of kind of shitty. Yeah, let's get the women the money in this game. Let's get all let's get all Olympians money, to be honest. Yeah. They live off endorsement deals, but that's only if they win a fucking gold medal. No? Um, Disagree? Huh? No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Heard crickets. Um, Lou, what else you got? Uh we got um uh, uh Samuel Wayne Simmons, uh he broke his wrist, so uh, he will be out for a couple of weeks, six weeks, um, with a broken wrist. Did he do that in that fight? I don't remember if he played the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm not sure. Speculation. But uh, fucking Jake Mazin ruining everything yeah. again. <laughs> they were throwing Wait. some bombs. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Isn't he that on was... the Leafs? That wasn't Mazin. Oh, yeah. They're on the same team. Um, uh, who the fuck was it? Why do I think it was Muslim? It was somewhere, somewhat similar. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. It must have – I feel like I saw the fight and, and uh, his wrist was probably banged up from that. Maybe it got worse if he played a shift or two after. But I gotta, you got to guess that that was what, what it was from. Yeah. Um, Patrick Laine did not take long to get his first benching from uh, – <laughs> uh, and then from Tortorello, sorry. Torts, yeah. Think, yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, couldn't think of his name. Um, uh, but he's recently said he's uh, he deserved it. And he was like, it was good to know that just uh, it's a good like thing to know that just you know anybody can get benched. Uh, so Lyon no, seems I, to be uh, on board with everything and and I, ready to I, go. So I I guess it was not from a play a playing issue. Um, it was he said something disrespectful to one of the assistant coaches. That'll do it. Speaking um, of, and I guess they got past it though. Obviously, Torch keeps most of that shit in the locker room, and mm-hmm. Line A came out and said, the, "You know, I fucked up. You know, yep. we're getting past it though." And I mean that that his first goal, that power play that just just looked exactly like Ovi on that mm-hmm. circle, like that was a bomb. Yeah, it's the trade's looking good for Columbus right now. I mean, uh, the Jets win last night with PL. With, uh, but, uh, D- uh, Dubois did not have a good. Uh, he first didn't. Showing, he was he was on the line. wrong end of a, a, a goal. I saw when I was watching it. Um, he he looked like he was over, like trying, like going. You know, you're not playing smart. You're just playing hard. Where he yeah. was just kind of chasing pucks. Um, so he'll settle down, I'm sure. But yeah. his physicality will help the Jets. Yeah, he's a big, good power forward. Uh, speaking of that, along the lines, uh, Kudobin. Uh, in, down in Dallas is scratched for discipline issues, uh, which is they haven't really they haven't released anything. I don't think we'll probably ever see much on it. But um, that's an interesting turn. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a goalie, so like, what the hell could he like have issues with? But I mean, maybe he. I don't know because discipline. You're thinking COVID. You're thinking the protocols. But I think the league would crack down. What on earth could he do? He's not. He can't be going out and shit like that. I mean, who knows? He's Russian. Never know. <laughs> uh, speaking of Russians, thanks for that segue, Ty. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is officially seventh all time in goal scoring. Scored his seven hundred ninth goal. He's who did he uh, pass? If, uh, Gardner, right? The, the yeah. Former, yep. The other cat, Mike Gardner. Just cool. And now he's um, when he passed eight. That was cool that another cap was at eight. You know, yeah, can't make that shit up. Uh, so he is now eight behind Phil Esposito. Um, I think 
most of the hockey world seems to think he will end up uh, five at the end of the season, which will he'll pass uh, Marcel Dion and only be behind Brett Hull, Yamir Yager, Gordy Howe, and Wayne Gretzky. Not bad. It's not bad company. Uh, Am I in here? Oh, yeah. I've been able to hear you guys the whole time. I'm I'm (laughs) chiming in, like, excellent little points, like, trying to, like, stand the conversation. And I thought you you were ignoring me for a little while. (laughs) I was like, I I said, line A had two of those. I I said... uh, something about Cassian and Gabranson fighting before we got to the line A thing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't even talking about that. Now, see, I knew you weren't here. That's why I texted the group. Was you know, I just didn't hear any chiming in from you. But it's good to have you back, buddy. Uh, anything yeah. you do want to chime in on there, Siege? No, go, Ovi. You know, yeah, <laughs> I can hear you guys all the time. It's not like I'm gone. Uh, <laughs> good. No repeats like. Uh, you know, last time when Muzzin passed the puck into Kachuk. <laughs> oh, yeah, that time I was legitimately gone. <laughs> uh, Lou, any more so, news? Um, yeah, a couple more notes. Or, um, no, I think that was it, actually. And um, with Ovi, if Ovi does indeed get to fifth, the minimum amount of goals he will need is 732, which will officially put him 162 goals behind Wayne Gretzky. Oof. Two or three more seasons, maybe. Um, hopefully, if they're eighty-two, hope. Yeah, I mean that's if he's if he's firing. But I I think we should talk about that trade. I mean, I know we've already talked about the trade, but now that these guys have played, um, do we think Line is going to last in in Columbus? And obviously, Roslovich has done more in Columbus than he's ever done in Winnipeg. So, like, what's going on with that? Well, yeah, having having on that top line. With Line A and Atkinson, I believe is, is what it was. Obviously, before Line A got that for that third period, but uh, which I know you talked about. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but he was he was always a pretty highly uh, doted prospect when he was coming into Winnipeg, and I, I guess he just didn't love playing there. I mean, he's definitely a top six type of guy. He's not going to be your, your perfect two way forward, but Joni uh, can produce. I mean, he's got skills, and if, if Line A uh, calms down and puts in, like, the court-style work, uh, I mean, Dubois is going to help the Jets. He's a big physical two-way center, and they're dirty up the middle, uh, and they look really good this year, too. But long run, I think I kind of like it for Columbus. For sure. I think that uh, that Roslovich dangle goal through split the D was – Absolute men's league esque, um, and it just slided five hole on Adelkovich, who obviously it sucks for Carolina that Mrazek was hurt, but that was ridiculous. And yeah, I got to think right now you're saying uh, Columbus won the trade. On a quick glance, maybe to see Pasternak absolutely do something dirty like that to uh, your boy Gotham Fair. I say your boy. I know you don't really love the guy. <laughs> uh, it, I don't think it was Ghost actually. I think it was Myers. Um, yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I do love Ghost. I just wish he was better. Um, and he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't been better. He has been a little bit better this year. But, yeah, I mean, Myers got walked. But that was kind of lucky to me. That was classic Ovi. It kind of snuck through, and he got a bounce off the skate. I, I'm saying that as a defenseman just because, like, you no, know. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Pasternak doing it to Ghost. Oh, did I say Ovi? Well, Ovi did it to Myers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lucky goal. Provorov scored that. But still, he got tangled. Yeah, he did get <laughs> tangled. I mean, Pasta just putting up a hat trick on his night back. I hate oh, yeah. already. Like, Flyers look great, and every time I play the Bruins, they just fucking destroy us. And I was like, God damn it. That's the only people I hang out with. <laughs> Bruins fucking fans. So, um, I was legit. Oh, this is a good story. I was playing Wednesday night, uh, the first Beast game, and we play at nine thirty, and I thought the game was going to start at seven. Obviously, it started at eight, and then it doesn't start till like eight fucking twenty. So I didn't really see any of it until uh, Mikey brought his phone on the bench. I flipped it onto our app thing with like ten minutes left. I'm like, holy shit, Flyers are up three one. Like, 
They were down one nothing last time I saw. Like, you know, they're getting outshot. Uh, nine minutes left, Mikey's like, oh, fuck. I go, yeah, they're going to blow this. Don't worry. I, I said that, and he's like, nah, I don't know, dude. Next time we get off the ice, it's 3-2. I'm like, all right, yep, they're, they're doing it. They get, a, they get a penalty. Fucking terrible. They tie it. Uh, and then Lawton takes the fucking penalty with seven seconds left. It was the worst interference call you could take. No, no, it wasn't the call. Sorry. It was just a terrible penalty by Lawton. Seven seconds left. Idiot. And they bury us in overtime. Yeah, so that's the way it's going for me. Yeah, Pasta does not look like he has uh, missed a beat, uh, which is very good for the fantasy squad. After surgery, too. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of uh, hating uh, listening to Boston sports, uh, I would love to know what the Brady talk is like up there. Uh, So I obviously, I watched the Super Bowl with a lot of guys who are. Pats fans and huge Brady, uh, you know, lovers, but it wasn't, uh, it was more of, I, I think people expected Mahomes to win. So I think some of my buddies were betting on him and, um, weren't as happy as I see like the media saying that Boston is so happy he won. I think a lot of, you know, warm weather fans are, are happy for him. And, you know, I don't think it's crazy to think the Boston fans are happy for Brady because he was, with them for 20 years. It's kind of how, like, I like Simmons scoring goals in Toronto. I'm like, yeah, I love that guy. But winning a seventh one, like, I think the real Pats fans are like, fuck. Like, fuck. So it's kind of nice for them. It was the silver lining for me for, like, you know, Brady's getting to seventh and, like, solidifies that he's the greatest of all time. But on the other hand, oh, is it Bill? Is it Tom? How did we win these? You know, can we win again with Bill? I don't know. I'm starting to rethink it. Who? We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to get a quarterback. We're going to. We're going to be fine. That's like all they're saying. And it's like, well, <laughs> what quarterback are you going to get? Like, are you yeah. going to trade Gilmore? Like, you know, you want Wentz? Take Wentz. Take him, baby. So uh, that was a little fun for me. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think they were. I mean. I was always a little bit more on the side of, of Bill, but I think, um, like that with that combination, like Belichick and his system was laid the groundwork for Brady to become the, the greatest quarterback who's ever played the game. And I think it was, it was the combination of those two that really made it. I mean, what six Super Bowls in, in 20 years, that's absurd. Like, we're never going to see that again because we're never going to see someone of Tom Brady's caliber combined with Bill Belichick ever again. I don't think. Um, and, I now they, seeing, and now oh, that Brady—that's right. Now that Brady has this—I uh, don't know, for lack of a better word—aura. Um, uh, Tampa Bay is going to be a massive draw for people, and they're going to be good until he retires, um, which it could be in five to seven years at this rate. Um, <laughs> you think he's going to play till 50? I think he's going to, yeah. I mean, I think he's going to play till, <laughs> till his body shuts down and guys are going to ring chase there every single year. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, just think only... about it. The guys, the guys that came in, uh, are, yeah. were the big players in the Super Bowl. Yep, I, I will, uh, I will send a little brag out. I, uh, I called Gronk. Uh, touchdown. He got two. Um, I should have fucking put one in for first touchdown. Uh, that would have been nice. But uh, and then nice, uh, nice prop Antonio bet. Brown, Antonio Brown, and uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, yeah. all guys that were not there last year scoring in the suit. Yeah. Playoff and, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny. And you know, and it's oh, it's, did, yeah. it's Tampa Bay, so it's beautiful weather. You got you got biz with the no state tax down there, so it's just. I mean, it's kind of paradise for a football player right now i am i'm in heaven like when you hear the things that bruce arians is saying like after the super bowl things they would never release and you know it, it things like tom would text me on tuesday night and say hey you mind if i don't throw tomorrow and bruce would say oh yeah i don't give a shit and then he would text gronk and say hey like you ever need a day off just let me know. You ever need a rest day? Just, just let me know. You have it. You know, just because he knows how much was a hard old Belichick was. Like, I don't know. I'm in the camp with coaches need to coach different people differently. Um, as a 
a leader, a manager of all that shit, you know, not, everyone's different. And if a guy is older and he's more at risk than the other players, you can't treat him the same. And if he's way more valuable than the other guys, you can't treat him the same. Um, and I think Arians was enjoying the fact that he had the best quarterback of all time and was just like, yeah, you want to go with that play? Absolutely. You won nine times more Super Bowls than me. So go for it, you know? And I think uh, I loved seeing that just because I, I felt like I could I could like Brady because of his greatness rather than just that be shaded by the Patriots uh, yeah, logo. It helps that he's not New England anymore. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, a uh, perfect example is uh, I, I think there was a play where uh, Arians was going to bring in a different package. Brady almost went all the way to the sideline saying you could see him yelling, no, same. I saw and, that, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Aaron's like, "All right, let's let it roll." <laughs> All right, how many rings you got? All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, did you see he was kind of buried today? It looked awesome. Good for oh him. yeah, he was. <laughs> TB twelve took, uh, took a break in the diet today. I guess. Yeah, probably never allowed to get drunk in the Boston parades. You know, Guerrero was like, "Oh, next year," and this one he's like, "Oh, it's sunny out. Like, I don't have to wear a jacket to this fucking parade." <laughs> Holy shit! Could roll them, up them my two and a half boat. from boat to boat. Oh my god, that was incredible. Guy can't miss. Good thing Brady wasn't on uh, the receiving end. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, very, very might have hit him in the face. Like what's his name? Oh god, yeah. Oh, she's in rice. Yeah. That poor guy was literally Sorry. running for his life every play. That. That play uh, with him like parallel to the ground and, and hitting that guy in the face was like, are you kidding me? Like, this guy's right there. You know, they're, they're not winning that game. I mean, they were already kind of buried at that point, but uh, there's, there's no shot after he does that. What did you guys uh, think of the halftime performance? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, nothing um, crazy. I hated it. Well, it's just crazy that he spent, like, so much of his own money um, to do it. And, like, it just seemed like he was just kind of on stage singing the whole time, besides the whole uh, mirror maze thing that you see in the uh, memes these days. I uh, I love The weekend too. Like, I love the music. Oh, absolutely. He's got some fire songs. But I thought he was bad. I just, like, not even, like, all the antics and stuff. I just didn't think he was very good. Oh, okay. Interesting. I kind of just thought the performance was a little lackluster, but yeah, these days, like, like how can any... you even top whatever's happened before? Well, it, and it's harder too because it was just him. Usually, you know, they'll bring in a couple other artists and stuff like that. Um. So, yeah, I thought Miley just... was going to come out. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. wasn't wasn't bad. wasn't wasn't the best, but you know. It's better than the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Pump it. Also, also last Pump year, Taylor Shakira, one of the best of all time. Oh, yeah, that one yeah, was yeah. so good. Yeah, I think someone at the party was saying, like, well, this is nearly as good as last year. And they were like, well, why? And some, some girl was like, why? And I, you know, no filter at that point. I was like, because there's no ass. <laughs> and and a bunch of my friends thought it was funny. Girls thought it was kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, show me some ass. Fuck. Or, or Janet Jackson. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I got a little segment. I don't know. We can get to that later, actually. I got a great story about me buying new skates. Um, if you guys want to hear that, go for it. So bought new wheels. First time in adulthood. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for delaying that for 26 years of my life, but uh, had been taping my toe cap on my, my left skate for a long time now. And uh, besides just looking dusty as hell, you know, it's just not comfortable out there to be thinking that my toe is going to pop out of a skate. So bought new, went to pure hockey, uh, spent the money. They didn't have my size. So was going to pick them up the next day, but we had a game that night. So I got to wear the dusty skates for, for one last time. Um, so Connor picks me up, 
I'm, he's like, where are your new skates? I'm like, ah, I'm picking them up tomorrow. They didn't have my size or whatever. So he's like, oh, how are you getting there? I was like, ah, you know, chances are I'm going to pure hockey and I'll break my stick tonight too. So I'll have to buy another stick. So we play the game. We won seven, nothing. Absolutely ridiculous. We haven't had a win like that in ever, ever in my men's league career. Um, and like, you know, I don't know, randomly in the third period, I decided to go out to the point, block a shot. It's me right in the stick, kind of go the other way, um, playing the zone for a bit, going back to the bench, test my stick out. Yeah, it, it snapped. Uh, <laughs> so down a stick, down some skates. Welcome to adulthood, hockey players. So <laughs> spent like just under a grand uh, last week at pure hockey, and it was brutal. Absolutely brutal, but I honestly was pretty pretty happy about these skates. Hopefully, they last Very me nice. ten years. Yeah. See, <laughs> oh. did you make any purchases lately? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got new blinds. Nice. <laughs> uh, but no, nothing, uh, nothing for me personally. Um, I wish. Trying to think, guys, actually. Did you guys see the offside play in the Canes jacket scheme? Oh yeah, I, I definitely had that on my mind. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Like, kind of like bush league refs, like being like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll give you it." But uh, Lou, did you see that? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I read it though. I've and I know well, what happened. The, the most yeah. retarded part about it was like. Aside from the fact that he was clearly offside, then the goal should not have counted. But they, the period ended while um, Carolina it was Carolina, right? That was offside. They, yeah, they were on the power play, and then to start the third period, they were like, "Okay, now we realize we fucked up, so power play's over." Yeah, but goal still stands. Yeah, biggest ridiculous thing I've ever seen in a pro sport, like. Oh, here's your, like, here's your compromise. Like, what? Like, it wasn't yeah, a fucking what? goal. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, how can we, I mean, but at that point, it's like, if you're a ref, I think you got to just fucking go, go with it. Like, yep, we fucked up. They still have a power play. Like, sorry. You know, yeah, that'd gonna, be better. You can, yeah. you can claim a protest later, but like, you know, we already made the call. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just Although a weird situation. Say, uh, and so funny that it was with torts, too. Of course. <laughs> his face. His face. A torts face. But, uh, <laughs> I, I will say it did help the uh, fantasy league leader in goals, uh, since uh, Vincent Trocek did get credit for that a goal that should never have counted. <laughs> yeah, humble brag. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm killing it now that uh, my goaltenders are playing again. Another shutout from Varley. Thank you very I think much. I think I'm. I think I'm right, right behind you in goals. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm winning in assists. Lose right behind me in assists. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, Jock texted me. He's been in Hawaii for like three weeks, motherfucker. <clears throat> um, but he texts me randomly. Goes, hey, why the fuck am I always fucking last in fantasy? What the hell's going on? Can you explain this to me? And I'm like, dude, well, let me look at your team. And it's funny because his team doesn't seem that bad. You know, he's got Eichel and some of these guys. But I'm like, well, dude, you're last in goals. You're, la you're like second to last in assists. Your plus minus is terrible. But, dude, he's first in power play points. I don't get it. What? Don't, I'm like, how can you be last in goals and second in assists, but first in power play? It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Just across the board, they all of them have like ninety percent of their points on the power every play. Every single, yeah, every single points he gets power play. It's like every <laughs> single guy has got two goals and two assists, and they're that's why uh, why is plus makes minus. sense with Eichel. That's why his plus minus is garbage too. Yeah, <laughs> they're all on the power play. You still get a plus for a power play goal. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't get a minus for a PK. No, you do not get a plus for a power play goal. Feel like they've changed that since my day. Um, Maybe it's different it. in youth hockey. I don't know. <laughs> Plus minus in in uh, high school is real good, real good. <laughs> uh, did we? I don't think we talked about uh, the Penguins' new hire, 
on the pod. I think we just talked uh, via text. Yeah, right? I know me and CJ talked yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah, so the Pittsburgh Penguins have hired Ron Hextall as their new general manager and uh, Brian <laughs> Burke as a new president of hockey operations. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I, I didn't really know what to think about Ron Hextall at first, but um, it's two, two guys that have been in hockey for a very, very long time. So, um, and I was a little worried they might kind of make a splash, but from what I've uh, read in interviews, they, I think they're going to kind of take a year and just see what they have. So my guess is this is going to be one of the more quiet years we've seen in a long time for the Penguins at the trade deadline. Normally you got, you know, um, them making moves like crazy. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think from what I've heard from them, they're going to they're going to take this year to really assess. And it's a it's a very interesting swing point for the franchise. Um, there's a lot of talk with um, talk of uh, Crosby, Malkin and Latang getting kind of talked to about what they want because they all have no movement, no trade clauses. So I think it's they've kind of approached and been, been like, hey, what do you want to do? If you want to stay at Penguins the whole time, then all right. But well, if fact. you want to leave, then we will <laughs> we will move you. Like, well, no. I mean, like Latang is up at the end of ne- Latang and Malkin are both up at the end of next year, uh, and then Sid's got like three more years. So if they want to stay, hopefully, well, if they want to stay, I imagine they're going to have to take pay cuts. But um, well, I saw we'll be lucky. I saw speculation that, um, you know, obviously Rutherford left for personal reasons, whether it was listed as. saw speculation that it was because him and the owners didn't get along with what moves Rutherford thought he had to make. And chances are it involved one of those three players or more of them. Um, and like you said, Lou, in the past, he was never afraid to, to move pieces. So I got to think that was why he left. You know, he's like, if you think there's a future in this team, we need to build pieces from one of these guys and um, something maybe the owners aren't willing to do, which I don't blame them because they got three cups. You know, that's something like kind of like if you trade Crosby, that's got to be similar no, to and, and I don't, and trade Crosby, to L.A., you know. Yeah, I mean, and Crosby is the one I think is the least likely to say I want to go play somewhere else. It's, and he's the least likely to be traded for sure. Yeah. But uh it's just it's interesting with with Hextall going there. I mean, he was kind of groomed for the GM position in Philly um, by Holmgren, and just didn't really didn't really pan out in Philly. He kind of uh, lost some trades and kind of just he stick to his guns a little bit too much for my liking. Where like if you're a leader, you gotta kind of you gotta stick to your guns for sure you gotta have some conviction but at the same time if, if you the people you trust around you are telling you things aren't working and changes need to be made then you got to kind of pull the trigger and he wasn't willing to do that so kind of the opposite of rutherford um but berkey you know up there he's a he's a guy like in the analyst side so we'll see how he is um you know for your penguins yeah, and I think I it's, hope Hextall just goes in there and just fucking ships everybody out. <laughs> and it's like, Philly, I love you. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's it's kind of good timing um, for, to get a new leadership team in there. And in not like it wasn't like uh, we had a couple of bad years and now we're firing the GM and firing all these people. It's a little bit more of a, you know, obviously Jim Rutherford stepped down and resigned, but like it's. So now we have this fully new team that's going to come in at kind of a pivotal point where we're about to like start approaching that retool slash rebuild. So I think with a whole new team and not running into like, oh, well, this guy got fired this year and that guy got fired next year. um, It can be a little bit more of a cohesive shift, uh, which is, I think, encouraging to me. It's at least a little bit more stable uh, than it could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, Ber- and Berkey's not the kind of guy, the the make a splash just to make a splash guy. He's uh, he's a serious hockey guy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think the, the the future is bright. You know, it's uh, it's certainly encouraging. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I, I fully accept we're we're approaching a time where all of a sudden. We don't have Sid and Gino down the middle every night. But at the same at the same time, like. I don't think if you're a Pens fan, like 
it's not it's not it's not like the Blackhawks where they were falling off the cliff with like can we get rid of yeah. Seabrook and like well we were Crosby's also nowhere still near super there. fucking good Latang's yeah. pretty effective Malkin hasn't had the greatest year but he's still pretty dirty like you could get very good value for these guys you know they they haven't yeah. lost that value yet so well, and the, and the I think beautiful if you thing can, is sorry Ty. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, if I think if you can find a way to add a couple pieces, I think the Hornquist trade really fucked him. Yeah, he looked good in Florida. Yeah, well, he was, I mean, he was good in, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe I that was, was Jimmy's last straw. Yeah, I don't know, because our power play is dog shit right now. Absolutely. Ter- We're like two of our last like 24. Um, I mean, who do you have not, on that forward, you know, core that's going in there and banging bodies and net front present? Like, I can't think of anyone besides maybe Malkin. Uh, not that's going to have power he, play time. Yeah, uh, even Crosby. Tannis, yeah, even Crosby is in front of the net more than Malkin is. Yeah, uh, Brandon Tanev is would be like the biggest, but he's not. He's not like a net front guy. He's a barrel you down in a corner and come out with a puck guy. Um, so I don't know, like Hornquist was a, that's a big hole on the power play. Um, cause he was such a menace in front of that crease. Um, you know, so that's something we're definitely missing right now. Um, I don't know. Um, all right. How about a segment? Oh, so hold on. Sorry. Uh, the last thing I was going to say too, on that comparison with the, the Blackhawks, the nice thing is, uh, you know, Sid and Gino and and Malkin, or I mean Sid, Gino and Latang, are all combined <laughs> for like, um, like all combined for like twenty four ish million, whereas um, you had like Seabrook, Keith, Kane, and Taves is closer to like forty. Mm-hmm. So that was like they took a lot less money. So they're even because Malkin's nine, Sid is eight seven, and Latang is seven. Yeah, like I so, think. It's it's worth exploring the market for sure, but uh, let's stop talking about the penguins, huh? <laughs> uh, What's your so, segment, Ty? It's fun, I, it's fun to talk about the penguins when it's like uh, done. <laughs> uh, so I'm. This is the Patrick Marlowe segment um, because he has now tied for third for most games played of all time. Um, so not too hard of a game here, boys. I want you to to give me the the other top five. So Marlo is tied for third. Um, so I want you to give me one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so it's got to be Gordy Howe. Hey, yeah. How about we you guys do this together? Obviously, okay. Howe's number one. Yogs has got to be up there, right? He is in the list. What number do you think he is? Uh, a lot, I but think, not. I don't think he's top maybe. three. No, I think he's two. Is he? Even with all that time away? Maybe mention some other names first and then, you know, pick pick the order. Um, okay, let's see. Who played for fucking ever? Um, <laughs> I'm not good at this. Uh, Name some names. Other, are there Name any other names, acti- boys? There, Ty, are there any other active players on that list? No. Okay. No. Not in the top five, uh, six, whatever. All right. What about like uh, a fucking blank Messier? What the fuck, guys? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Messier's okay. two. Okay, Messier, yeah. And then Lou, uh, Yogs is three. Okay, Yogs is three. Um, Give me four and five. Ooh. Well, they're really five and six now that Patty's in the mix, but. All right, Cordy Hell, Messier, Marlowe, Yager. Um, Two small forwards. Mark Recchi up there? Let's go, Lou! Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. He played for, yeah, he did play ball. for a long time. He's number six with 1652. Uh, two small forwards, you said? Um, Consider Recchi small, right? Uh, is he? I, I feel like he's not. he was not a small guy. but He's like a bowling ball, but he's like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... All right, number four, rounding out the list is Ronnie Francis. Ah, um, um, yeah. The the other list I have first two answers easy. Uh, Mikey stumped me with the third one, 
uh, Connor and eventually got it. Only three goalies have ever played more than a thousand games. Can you name them? Oh, three goalie. Uh, Brodeur. Brodeur. That's going to be my first guess. Yep. Uh, Wah. Yep. First two I got pretty easily in the okay. same. Yep. Third one's the hard one then. Um, well, you know, after you hear well, it, it's probably not that hard, but it, you know, like, it stumped me. Hashi. Can you give us? Hasek was my guess, Lou. Uh, no. Van Viesbrook? No, he was not guessed. Um, can, can I get an era? Oh, wait, was it Lou? Yeah, Lou! Oh, Luongo, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, see, the hint that fucked me up was uh, he retired in 2019. And I was like, oh, who the yep. fuck? <laughs> I was like, before that, I was... I was like Belfour, uh, Joseph, uh, Hobby Bullen, uh, like naming these guys. <laughs> Connor was like Don Chivas. <laughs> yeah, good work, good work, boys. Lou, did you hear about uh, the Amazon uh, partnership with the NHL? No. Or AWS, as they call it, or whatever. Amazon Web Services. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, they're they're partnering with the NHL about machine learning and you know artificial intelligence, and I guess it's it, it seems to me that they're going to partner with them and basically be able to do what the NFL does is like predict. Uh, the percentage of a team winning, like live, basically, oh with these God. with these analytics. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. that is my least that is my least favorite thing they've ever done and put on an NFL screen is those winning percentages. It's like yeah, it's, it's like it's like two it's like two minutes left in the first quarter and like oh they've got an eighty six percent chance to win the game, and it's like yeah. that's the dumbest stat in the world. <laughs> but I think they're like catering to what is a big trend is like just gambling. Gambling is a big trend. Well, yeah, and they just... I, I don't know how that helps announced. you gamble. It doesn't. It probably hurts you, to be honest, but it, yeah, it gives yeah. odds makers probably uh, odds and, I don't know, as much as they can trust these wanky-ass fucking, you know, statistics and analytics about who who's good at hockey and who's not. Um, did you see what Duncan Keith said to the media? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my coursey up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you guys say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a big a big thing. Bettman seems really, really pumped about it. Yeah, I mean, they've been shifting towards stuff like that. You look at all the sensors they've got now and whatnot, like the, the sensors in the guys' uh, uniforms or in their pads now to track speed and all that kind of stuff. Um so they've been, you know, really getting on the technology side of it. And I mean, a partnership with Amazon Web Services, maybe we even see like certain games like streamed on uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. Maybe Bezos, you know, invest in the NHL. Like not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, he ain't Hello. in charge no more. Yeah, well, he's, yeah. He, well, yeah, yes. Come on. I know he's not he's, the CEO, he's, but yeah, he's yeah. shifting to like the chairman of the board or something. <laughs> God, he's shifting to God of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Now he just doesn't have to run the company. He just gets to reap the benefits. Yeah, he doesn't have to take the flack for whatever shit happens. Uh, all right. Uh, I know we already made our picks, but um, you got anything on yeah, the games? Yeah, I'm the only one on tonight. I'm the, only, the only one taking the Leafs tonight uh, against the Habs. They look good. They look good. Alison Matthews is hot. That's right. That's another reason I'm at the top of the goals list. <laughs> Fucking, I've had so many players have two goals. Like, Ehlers had two goals early in the second last night. And I was like, please, God, please. Like, give me a <laughs> fucking <laughs> empty netter. And, like, oh. The other, the other day with Riley, O'Reilly had two goals. I'm like, all right, great. He's got two goals. Uh, maybe the empty netter will give me the third. He's already got the game du- game winner, uh, and then fucking Clint Keller ties it with like point four left. And I was like, how many of these are going to happen to me? How many of these? And I'm pretty sure the same night Cal Peterson had the win, and uh, fuck who they play, <sighs> the Blues. No, that was the other game I was talking about. 
I don't know. But he let him go with a minute left and lost the win. And I was just like, ah, fucking bummer. But, yeah, you can't you can't love in the, the hat trick unless you've got guys in the flyers, which I guess I, I, uh, I dropped. Yeah, I dropped Limblom and picked up Lawton, and he got a hat trick that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been lucky with uh, between I think Bobby Ryan had one, and then Toffoli had the pair, I think, or something like that. Siege that day that they played the Caps, it was a noon game. Konechny had a press conference after. He's like, "Yeah, felt great up there. I got woken up at six a.m." and they were like, "What?" But Travis Sanheim, obviously the Flyers are in protocol now. He was like the one guy who got contact tracing or whatever so they they woke every flyer up at 6:15 to do testing <laughs> and oh, they had awesome. a game they had a game at noon and he was just like you fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> and we won 7-4 <laughs> yeah so you mentioned i mean uh Ty, you mentioned that uh coyotes coming back on the blues they won 3 out of 4 and they got two more games again the, the Yotes, uh, maybe after you got real discouraged, uh, decided uh, to maybe give you a chance. I'm uh, I'm still I'm still loving them. I got Carl, I got Garland, I got Schmaltz. Um, I like the way they play, but at the same time, like if Kemper doesn't have a really good game, it's they don't have the defense really to to do it. Um, the Blues are I don't know. I'm regretting marrying them to be honest. They don't seem. Like they have it, they don't seem like they have the offense. Um, losing Petrangelo, I think, was huge. I don't know if Krug is is really filling that void well enough. They're definitely struggling against the Oats in this six game series. It's fucking nuts. Nuts. But, uh, <laughs> never will we ever probably see that again. <laughs> God. Um, all right. Well, Pop you guys want to talk about it? Anything else or pop stars? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should uh, shift over to pop stars. Who you guys got? Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, I'll kick it off. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I thought about another pop star of our Lamov just because uh, first goaltender ever to shut out. Uh, That's first, illegal. I, I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, first Islander goaltender ever to shut out the Rangers twice in one season. Um, but That's a weird but, stat. No, pop star is still going to be a homer pick, but it's because Barry Trotz um, just passed Ken Hitchcock for third on wins all time by a coach. So, uh, fuck uh, you. Yeah, <laughs> Barry Trotz. Uh, uh, one of the reasons the Islanders are are good enough to be in a conversation for the playoffs. At least uh, we've had our struggles, but uh, it's his systems, and uh, it shows why he's the third winningest coach of all time. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into the Islanders' seeds, but it seems like uh, they were a great team last year because they just rolled those four lines and kept it going, but I'm seeing inconsistency out of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely had a little bit of a rough patch, although uh, our last two games coming out of the COVID break, we beat the Penguins and then uh, shut out the Rangers again. So, uh, good good couple wins to maybe get us back on track. Um, we're still really hard to score against. Um, Flyers are undefeated versus both your asses. <laughs> and we did, um, before, the, before the COVID, we, we did get points in both those games against Philly. So True. Um, I, I want to do uh, Brandon Tanner, but honestly, they haven't played. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so why go, would you want to do Brandon Tanev then? Because he's single-handedly the best Penguin all season so far. Picked him up in my fantasy squad. Dude is dude is unreal. So everybody gave yeah. uh, Jim Rutherford you're so not much shade for him, that. So. No, because they honest they've played two games in the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Ovi. Uh, one step closer. It was a hell of a game. He did it into two goals, including one. Uh, very uh, Ovechkin. in a loss. Yes, but his his performance nonetheless was uh, impressive, and his assist uh, was ridiculous. I think that was the uh, the dangle we mentioned earlier. Um, so yeah, Ovechkin one step closer to Gretzky. Nice, nice. Go Ov, go. Uh, I got an honorable mention for Jordan Cairo. Because I think he's a guy that I had no idea who he even was. Um, 
don't know if you guys have seen some of St. Louis this year, but he's absolutely nasty. Just bugging around there. I literally don't know where he came from. I should have done some research before honorably mentioning him. But uh, I got to go Jeff Petrie. Um, two six. He's been probably my prospect last year at some point. Um, he's leading the Norris right now. If you're, if, if I'm a voter, he just pounds the puck for the point. He is able to break the puck out of the power play and, and kind of just, you know, I think he's taken over for Shea Weber. Shea Weber's probably sitting there like, Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of this guy. You know, he's really taking it all. So Montreal rolling right now. Jeff Petrie just absolutely buzzing out there. Think about all the guys that uh, have had Shea Weber as like a, a mentor veteran. I mean, just just uh, between Seth Jones, Roman Yossi, and now Petrie gets to be under the same tutelage. Uh, maybe a little more. Ryan Ellis. Force. Like, yeah, I mean, any of those Nashville guys, but uh, specifically Jones and uh, Yossi, who can probably be part of Norris conversations every year. Yeah. I, I think Yossi definitely had more time with him than, than Jones, right? Cause he got traded from Columbus, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone, I'm, I'm sure he's just played a thousand games. We celebrated him last week that he not, he, he not only just shoots the puck a hundred million miles an hour, but he's a good defenseman and 200 goals for a defenseman. That's, that's really fucking good. Um, so you know, he's he's teaching some All righty. My uh, yeah. headphones fell out right at the end of that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's teaching some some yeah, yeah. Some good things I said. Okay, like, good I, things, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> teaching some blank, leave it up to the listeners. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of the listeners, uh what should they be listening to, Lou? Uh, parlors oh. always parlors um go check out our great friends parlors they're a great band out of new york city uh you listen to their song state lines is our intro and outro music each and every week uh and you can follow us on our social media we are at the heineman brothers hockey show on instagram facebook and twitter hockey.